This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So yesterday, Joe Biden pardoned thousands of federal drug criminals. And Hunter Biden, we found out, could be charged imminently with federal tax and gun crimes. I imagine next, Joe Biden's going to be pardoning tax and gun criminals by the thousands. What's up? What's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republic. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. And uh, as always, I appreciate you taking the time to download this podcast and give it or give her a listen. Or maybe you didn't download it. Maybe you've maybe you've subscribed and it downloads automatically, in which case, hey, way to go. Good time management skills. Um, but, you know, there are a couple of headlines that we need to, to point to. First of all, don't get me wrong. Hunter Biden ain't going to jail. Uh, well, OK, you know what? There's actually two ways you could look at this. And I've heard both. I've heard both sides argue argued. The first side is that there's no way Hunter Biden will ever go to jail. And any of these investigations, any of these reports that you see, the media, I mean, and big media like the Today Show, NBC News, uh, people that you never thought would even allude to the fact that Hunter Biden could spend time in prison for the crimes he's committed. Um, and those people are saying, you know, it's a possibility now. A lot of folks think that's just placating the right. That's just them putting on a show, making it seem like they're not just a bunch of biased propagandists for the Democrat Party. Um, and, you know, that they, there could be truth to that especially near the elections in the midterms. But the problem is that even though the investigator, pardon me, who's been investigating Hunter Biden has been around since the Trump years, even though all of this evidence has been mounting since what, 2018, I think when they began to investigate it. And even, even though the, the evidence points to him being basically guilty as heck, I don't think he's ever going to go to jail because the state department, the uh, department of justice is run by Merrick Garland and his father. And his father does not want his son going to jail for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's his son. And if you have the power to stop it, go ahead. You know, Joe Biden has done, I mean, he's done way worse things than tell the DOJ not to investigate his son or not to charge his son in this case because the investigation um, has been ongoing. The second thing is, you know, if somebody gets charged with a crime, they always are offered the opportunity to plea bargain and what would Hunter bargain? Uh, what would Hunter Biden plea bargain with? Oh, I don't know. Maybe all that information we found on his laptop. Maybe all of those business dealings with Bobolinsky in China. Maybe the ten percent to the big guy. Maybe all of the stuff that Joe Biden and the Democrats have been trying to keep a lid on. Well, you know, ever since Joe Biden decided he was going to run for president. So you don't want to put your son in a position where a he could spend time in prison, and also b he could plea bargain his way. Um, out of his problems and create new problems for you and your friends. That's number one. Number two, although politically that might be disastrous because if the evidence is there, you want, you know, I mean, that's the thing. If, if Joe Biden had a snowball's chance at running for re-election and winning, 
he might want to seriously consider letting this investigation go forward so that it didn't seem that it was politically motivated and he seemed like he could be a fair president uh, who cared more about the country than his family. But here's the other issue. A lot of folks have been saying this is the, the timing of this is suspect. Let's look at Joe Biden. He's got, what, two years left in his presidency. If they charge Hunter Biden with all the crimes they can now, if they say, yes, he evaded paying income tax on millions and millions of dollars of income. Yes, he lied when he purchased his weapon on his uh, federal gun, which is what they're saying. They're saying he lied. Uh, when you go buy a gun, I don't know if you ever bought a gun. I, I, buy, I, I bought a lot of guns. Uh, but when you go buy a gun, you have to go to the and get, get it registered, whatever. And you um, fill out the form and the form asks you a bunch of questions. And under penalty of law, you cannot lie when you answer any of the questions. One of the questions is, are you a drug addict or have you ever been addicted to illegal substances? And of course, Hunter Biden said no, so he could get his firearm and then published a book <laughs> about his life where he said, by the way, at the same night, I mean, this is not verbatim, just basically he said, look, at the same time he was buying guns and signing forms saying he wasn't addicted to drugs in his book. He talked about being in rehab and doing drugs every day and how it was like a demon he had to overcome. So he clearly, I guess, you know, he forgot before he published his book that he lied on that form. Um, luckily, the federal government did not. And they were like, wait a minute, if this book is if this book is actually an autobiography, if it's nonfiction, then we've then this form is fiction. And that's a federal offense. So those are the gun. Those are the charges that he's he's being brought up on or could be brought up on allegedly because there's so much evidence. Well, the other side of the aisle says, let this thing go forward, charge him, prosecute him, convict him, put him in jail, do it quickly. And then Joe Biden can pardon him while he's still president, because after two years from now, Joe Biden ain't going to be able to pardon anyone. And that's a lot of people think it's kind of like in football. I don't, there's scenarios in football sometimes when you look at the clock and you say, OK, we could try to stop them. And they like if you're tied up or if you're in a tight position, whatever, there's a, a couple of different ways people go. Sometimes it's better to let the other team score. Right. And get the touchdown with a minute left so that you can get the ball back and then hopefully score and, and win the game. That's that's the way a lot of football coaches think these days. And I think the Democrats and some people in the uh, in the, um, the Joe Biden administration and even Hunter Biden's lawyers must be thinking the same thing. OK, we know he's a criminal. We know he did all these bad things. The government now knows it, too. Let's do this. Let's just send his ass to jail and then his daddy can pardon him and then we won't have to worry about it in the future. And uh, and he'll be scot free. That may be the best scenario. So I've heard both sides of that. I'll be on. I don't think either one's going to happen. I don't think anybody's going to jail, at least not while Joe Biden is president. Now, the big thing is that if, however, the DOJ acts differently than this investigation and the Republicans win the House in 30 days, then there's going to be investigations. And that should be exciting uh, and fun to watch. But like I said, don't keep your, you know, don't cross. I know a lot of people have been waiting a very long time for Democrats, corrupt Democrats, corrupt lying Democrats to be brought to justice. It's not going to happen anytime soon. That's number one. Uh, number two is Speaking of, that's a good reason, by the way. It's a good reason to vote for Republicans in the midterms. Um, but the, the other thing is, there is uh, a new, there's a new statement Joe Biden made yesterday. Let me make sure, let me pull it up here on Twitter, because I want to make sure that I read it correctly. Uh, here's the article says, oh, here we go. 
Biden says nuclear Armageddon risk is highest since the 1962 Bay of Pigs Cuban Missile Crisis. Well, that's comforting. That's comforting. Biden nuclear Armageddon risk highest since 62 crisis. Uh, speaking at a fundraiser for the Democrat Senatorial Com- Campaign Committee, Biden said Russian President Vladimir Putin was, quote, a guy I know fairly well. And the Russian leader was, quote, not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons. I wonder if Putin's a guy Joe Biden knows fairly well, much like uh, Jackie um, Wolorski was a congresswoman that he knew really well. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just wondering. Um, but this is really troubling as well, because Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Joe Biden is the one who has supposedly got his, you know, got, he's the guy with all the foreign policy experience. He's the one that who Europe, remember, he lied to us and told us when he was elected, Europe, uh, European leaders were saying, thank God we're back. The U.S. is back. Thank God. And now, of course, a bit, the world is on the brink of nuclear destruction. So if you've ever needed a reason to vote for Republicans, I would say in two years, Democrats having held the White House, Congress and the Senate uh, have pushed us to the brink of nuclear destruction. It's a place we haven't been in, let's see, 40, like 60 some odd years. So we are in a much more volatile and deadly place um, for the first time in 60 years than we ever have been. Yeah, that seems to me like a a great reason not to vote for Democrats in the upcoming election. And I think Joe Biden knows that because something else he did yesterday was release thousands and thousands of he didn't even release them. He pardoned them. He pardoned federal drug, um, I guess, criminals, whether they were these are people that they're not in prison anymore or they maybe they maybe they are. But most of them have a record that says in 1980, I spent a year in jail for possession of drugs or whatever, yada, yada. He thinks that they're not dangerous criminals. They were just drug users and that they were unfairly treated by the system. And now what happens is they've got to carry this record with them wherever they go. And when they go to try to get a job, it says, oh, you spent time in federal prison. Well, yeah. Why? Drugs. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hey, listen, the position's been filled. Best of luck to you in your future endeavors. So he wants to, he wants those people to get a little gift, a little present from him before the elections. So that's, and it's, I mean, again, everything that happens this month is politically motivated. Everything that happens in October is politically motivated. Uh, the Herschel Walker scandal, politically motivated. The Democrats are, are scared witless about losing Georgia. So they're doing whatever they can to keep it. Joe Biden pardoning a bunch of drug uh, criminals or drug offenders in October before a midterm that the Democrats are poised to lose gloriously. That is not Joe Biden using his powers for good. That is not Joe Biden caring about drug offenders. That's Joe Biden trying to pander for votes because he knows that his party's headed off of a cliff. So that's the, uh, that, and you know, and also on the flip side, you have to look at some of the other things too, that he's doing with, um, you know, when he tapped into the strategic oil reserve and OPEC responded by limiting that this is a great message. OPEC, our Arab nations, people across the country, uh, across the world, they don't want Joe Biden to be president either. They are doing their darndest to make sure that Joe Biden no longer sits in the White House. Low, you know, decreasing the OPEC uh, distribution and, and production. That wasn't just a dig at Joe Biden. That was a way to keep gas prices astronomically high so that Democrats lose. That's Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates and everyone else saying, you suck. Your presidency is hurting the rest of the world. 
and we can't vote you out, but we can do whatever it takes to make people back at home who do vote still hate you and want you to go. So if Joe Biden taps into the strategic oil reserve and, and artificially brings down the prices for a little while before the election, also politically motivated, OPEC is answering back saying, we don't want you in our business. We don't like, we prefer the other guy, Donald Trump. That's the guy we liked. He was good. He helped the entire world was better off without you. So the fact that they are willing to take that pay cut, that hit, just to teach Joe Biden a lesson, keep our gas prices high, and hopefully get enough people to vote these, these weirdos out, uh, that says a lot about what the rest of the world thinks about our current leadership. Um, anyway, listen, October is going to be fun. October is always fun. October of an election year, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what breaking news alert is going to be pushed to your phone. You never know what evidence is going to be found in whatever trial or whatever investigation. And, uh, and we've still got, we've still got, what is it, the 7th? Man, we've still got 24 more days of this. I, I don't know about you, but I am pumped, pumped. And I really believe that no matter what October surprises uh, arise, th- and people are, are smart enough to see through it. They're smart enough to see the politics. They're start, smart enough to see people playing politics and trying to alter these elections with information that may or may not be real. And, uh, and that's why I truly believe that this is going to be, it's going to be a great November for the Republican Party and, of course, for the United States of America, because that's what we want. We want everything to go well for this country. That's why we call this podcast Mark K. Saves the Republic.